Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. AM The Zone. Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. You got it. Welcome to a Wednesday. Good morning, everyone. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yonke. Glad you're joining us. We have got a lot of ground to cover again today. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening with the weather. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, joining us in about 15 minutes or so with our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Also this morning, we're catching up with our friends from Wiffles Hybrids. Now that farmers have actually started to make their way to the fields, are we running into any supply chain issues that we've got to be aware of? Uh, everybody's going to need everything all at once. Is that going to cause us some problems. Andy Grebner is going to be joining us with an update on that. And we're also celebrating May is Beef Month in the state of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin Beef Council has got a lot of plans on incorporating you into the celebration. Tammy Vossen, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council, is in studio with me this morning. So weather-wise, like I said, today things got a little rocky around some of the upper Midwest. Most of Wisconsin was spared. Today, Cloudy skies, a little cooler than it was yesterday. 82 are expected high, but enjoy it while you've got it because tomorrow we're suddenly back up into the partly cloudy 90-degree range on Thursday. Friday, good chance of showers in the afternoon, 86. And then Saturday, suddenly we're back to 78 degrees with more rain in the forecast. Like I said, your updated forecast is on the way. Keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. No rule or regulation farmers have had to deal with in the past decade or two has brought more attention than the waters of the USA rule, and it's still a contentious rule. Stephanie, you were in Washington last week. Bring us an update on what's going on with WOTUS. Yes, Bob, we'll take a look at Washington, D.C. this morning at this potential rule that could dictate who regulates the standing water on your property. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, the Biden administration is currently rewriting this rule known as WOTUS or Waters of the United States. We'll hear from the Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan on how the WOTUS rewrite is coming along. But first, this WOTUS policy is a key priority for the American Farm Bureau Federation. Courtney Briggs leads government affairs with Farm Bureau. She says the regulation has been back and forth over the past few decades. She breaks down some history and the status of WOTUS so far. Yeah, there's been um, considerable confusion over the last several decades, and um, right now we are in the middle of a regulatory rulemaking uh, process. Um, the Biden administration has come in and um, offered a rulemaking to repeal the Trump administration's navigable waters protection rule and replace it with um, a very troubling rule that would greatly expand the federal government's reach over private property. Give us some history on this, on this Clean Waters of the United States. Yeah, unfortunately, Congress was very vague when they wrote the Clean Water Act and did not fully uh, define what a water of the U.S. is. And that's why um, the agencies have stepped in 
and crafted their own uh, definition of what a WOTUS is. And that's why we've seen the definition ping pong back and forth across different administrations because each administration comes in and thinks they have a new a new definition of WOTUS. Unfortunately, the people that suffer are the regulated community because the rules keep on changing. Let's uh, talk about the Obama administration. That was when WOTUS was ruled as an overreach by the federal government. Can you tell us why that was? Yeah, uh, the Obama rule was a, a federal overreach, and there were a number of courts that agreed with us on that. But the Obama uh, rule really expanded the federal government's reach because it encompassed features like ephemeral features, such as ditches or low spots in a farm field, as jurisdictional by category. So it was a blanket jurisdiction, which was very troubling because it's outside of the reach of, of the Clean Water Act. Unfortunately, the Obama rule did not respect congressional intent. It did not respect Supreme Court precedent, and um, the rule was ultimately struck down. The fear was if it rained, if you had a heavy rain on your farm and you did have a low spot that filled with water, it was then regulated as an established lake or stream, correct? Yeah, that was a, a serious concern, and it's very important for farmers and ranchers and all members of the regulated community to know where the line of jurisdiction is because there are civil and criminal liabilities attached to Clean Water Act compliance. Um, so the stakes are very high, and unfortunately, um, we're moving back with the Biden administration's proposal to a very confusing um, regulatory regime. Tell me more about American Farm Bureau Federation's role in navigating that policy in the direction that's pro-agriculture. Yeah, so the American Farm Bureau Federation has been at the forefront of this issue for decades, and because it is so important to farmers and ranchers across this country, our goal right now, especially in the middle of this regulatory process, is to make sure the farmer and rancher perspective is heard by, by the agencies. Um, unfortunately, we've been rather unsatisfied with the stakeholder outreach that we've received, and unfortunately, that was a promise that was made very early on in Administrator Regan's tenure at EPA. So really, we want to make sure that the agencies understand how this will affect the the daily, you know, operations um, of our, and especially our small businesses. You know, what's the status on that now? I mean, how far along are they in the writing process? Is there an end date? So they have not announced an end date. Um, they closed the uh, public comment period back in February, and so right now they are working on uh, reading and responding to comments. But, you know, we have the Supreme Court case that is coming in the fall um, that should sh shed some light on a line of jurisdiction. So, you know, we have the regulatory process happening and then also, um, you know, Supreme Court gearing up to hear this case. What do you support in a clean water policy? First and foremost, we want clarity and we want certainty. And that has been lacking from the Obama rule and from this proposed rule. The Trump administration actually was successful in providing that bright line of jurisdiction where farmers and ranchers didn't need lawyers and environmental consultants and engineers in order to navigate the permitting process. Um, any landowner could pretty much walk out onto their property and understand what was jurisdictional and what wasn't. Um, so clarity and certainty is paramount. We also want a rule that respects congressional intent and respects Supreme Court precedent. For example, one of the issues that this rule uh, we see is um, it really discredits 101B of the Clean Water Act. And 101B says that there is a role for states to play. It is a partnership between the federal government and state governments 
in order to protect our nation's waters. And unfortunately, under the Biden administration, we see the power of the states being usurped. So they need to respect that. Is this a red-blue argument? Uh, we, we do get Democratic support. And, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, the regulated community just wants a rule that is durable, um, you know, that respects all of the things that I've already talked about, congressional intent and, and Supreme Court precedent. Um, I do, but I do not see this as a, a, a red and blue issue. There are healthy debates about, you know, how much should the states be regulating and how much should the federal government be regulating. But I think that was one of the areas that Congress was pretty clear on uh, with their intent under the Clean Water Act. Courtney Briggs leads government affairs with the American Farm Bureau Federation. EPA is hosting some regional roundtables primarily in the month of June. Courtney says this is a chance for farmers and ranchers to share their perspective on WOTUS. She also told me there's been a transparency issue by the administration in who is participating in these discussions. She notes some industries have been left out. This underscores why it's important for agriculture to lend their voice. I think it's important for farmers and ranchers to continue to talk about this in the countryside and to your elected officials, um, letting them know that this is an issue, especially the ones that are working in Washington, D.C., um, and any opportunity to engage with EPA and the Corps and, and to tell the, the farmer and rancher perspective is, is paramount. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan says the agency does want to stop the ping-ponging that's been taking place over the past 12 years. He says EPA wants to provide more certainty with the rule this administration is writing. EPA is going back to the pre-2015 rule and making changes to satisfy Supreme Court rulings that the Obama-era WOTUS was overreach. So our number one goal really is to learn from the past and put forth a doable rule that provides some certainty to our agricultural community. The reality is that there are decisions being made today. Farmers are facing uncertainty today. We believe, based on what we've heard and the feedback that we've gotten directly from our farming and agriculture community, that we can codify a more durable rule that provides more regulatory certainty. And by the way, we're still in a listening posture. We're doing 10 regional roundtables all across the country um, that are somewhat being led by many of our ag constituents. And so we look forward to continuing to seek that feedback. Administrator Regan says EPA is treating the roundtables like they do public comment sessions and will make the information publicly available. He shares more about his goal for the new WOTUS with farm broadcasters in D.C. I believe that uh, the path that we're taking, which is starting back at pre-2015, uh, again, the Supreme Court has weighed in since 2015, so we need to codify some of that. But there's some pragmatic pieces uh, that we can add to that, plus what we've heard during the comment period. You know, we, we've, we've gotten a lot of comments um, during the comment period that is informing what we're doing, and these regional roundtables will as well. There, there is uh, a fine line to walk in terms of how you protect the environment, provide farmers certainty, follow the science, follow the law, but do it in a way where it's implementable. In my conversations with Tom Bilsack, 
uh, as we start to move down this path of what I believe to be a more durable rule that provides more regulatory certainty, we've got a much stronger partnership with USDA on an educational campaign that would help our farmers understand what the rules of engagement are and how to comply with it in a way that's not overly administratively burdened. That's EPA Administrator Michael Regan commenting on the rewrite of the WOTUS rule. And before him, we heard from Courtney Briggs, who leads government affairs with the American Farm Bureau Federation. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a robbery investigation. On April 25th at 10.20 p.m., officers were dispatched to the mobile gas station located in the 600 block of Cottage Grove Road for a report of an armed robbery. A black male entered the gas station, approached the cashier, and demanded money from the cash register along with the clerk's purse. During the robbery, he pointed a firearm at the cashier and eventually fled the store. The suspect is described as 5 feet 6 inches tall with a medium build. He was wearing a black hoodie, which appeared to be inside out, a ski mask, and black pants and black shoes. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Jose, how much longer till this dough's ready? No one can bake gluten-free vegan goodies better than Surrey. Wait, both Jim and Marion's last days are the same day? But he needs to whip up a new shift lead without interviews burning his time. Gotta get interviewing before my calendar is cooked. Oh, can you start Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard, so you can stay organized and connected all the way to the hire. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yep, a lot of rough hands suddenly making new calluses for 2022 because the weather's been cooperating. Let's talk about it. Time for a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Wednesday. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. The only apprehension I've got right now, buddy, is tomorrow, if we're supposed to literally get towards 90, that means Farm Babe is going to have to put on shorts. And believe you me, these legs are not yet sunshine ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody wants to see that. That's right. That's right. Including my betrothed, my little dogs run in the opposite direction. But it's coming because I can't handle 90 all of a sudden. No, I thought it was way warm enough yesterday, but we're going to be warmer, especially looking toward Thursday. You hit a record in Madison of 90 yesterday. It did hit it at one time in the afternoon. So it's not a big stretch of the imagination now that very warm air has moved in. 
it is kind of good to see dust out in the fields around here. Those you wouldn't even think would generate dust, they're doing that. And I guess that's a good sign. We are getting a lot of work done. I've seen a lot of progress everywhere I've gone as of late. Let's talk about what might change, and that's the weather. There is a little rain this morning. Way up in northeast Wisconsin, all around uh, Angelica, Pulaski, just west of Green Bay, and extending back towards central Wisconsin. Just a little finger of activity that will taper out and, and end quickly this morning. Nothing for any of us to be worried about. A few showers in south-central Minnesota. That activity will move northeast as well. So as we look at low pressure still anchored down around Kansas and a warm front pushing northeast in Wisconsin, it's just like the gate swinging open to let that real warm and more humid air in. That accounts for some patchy fog this morning. Some of that fog around late tonight or on into tomorrow morning as well, just because of the very warm, very moist air that's building in. That warm front pushes way off toward northwest Wisconsin, and then a cool front approaches here for the end of the week. Uh, late Friday, Friday night, that cool front edges on in. That means a little more likelihood of rain. There's a small chance that even late Thursday night, I think it's more likely late Friday into Friday night that showers and even a few thunderstorms develop. And that's where some quarter to half inch, maybe three quarter inch amounts of rain with a thunderstorm are possible. That again, really late Friday into Friday night. It tapers off just a slight chance of scattered rain here toward the weekend. It won't be quite so warm then for the weekend, a little cool down, nothing drastic. I mean, still way above normal, but cooling a little bit as we make our way toward the weekend. Doesn't sound too bad after what will be a couple of more hot days today, tomorrow, even Friday for that matter, before the rain settles in late in the day or in the nighttime. It stays pretty warm for this time of the year. I'll have forecast details right after Sick this. calves got you down? Draining your profits, time, and motivation? Get your calf up and moving now with BioVet's new Baselight Calf Electrolyte. Baselight contains balanced electrolytes for restoring and maintaining proper fluid levels in scouring calves. It's easy to mix, palatable, and calves are eager to drink it down to the last drop. Stop feeling down. Pick up the phone and order BioVet's Baselight. Call 1-800-BIOVET-1. 1-800-B-I-O-V-E-T-1. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall report to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. You make me giggle when you say where the rain showers are this morning. You can always tell when somebody grew up in the area. And Angelica, Pulaski, you you have to give a shout out to Underhill, Krakow, oh, you know. Yeah. Sabisky, come there on, you let's go. hit the high one. <laughs> All right, they're the ones that got the rain this morning. Nothing for the rest of us, though. No, no, the rest of us are dry. So our Compure Financial Ag weather update was some warm temperatures. Might include a little fog, maybe a stray sprinkle. I wouldn't count that out. Not going to change any plans today. Mostly sunny and quite warm, at least 85 with east winds about 5 to 10. It will be cooler the further east you head in Wisconsin if you're looking to cool down. Partly cloudy overnight, a slight chance of a little shower or thunder rumble in the night. We only fall back to about 70, maybe an upper 60 here or there, but a lot of 70s. And the southeast winds at 5 to 10. Mostly sunny, hot Thursday. Yeah, very upper 80s and low 90s, no doubt at all, with south winds at 5 to 15. 
And then there's that slight rain chance late Thursday night. Friday, mostly sunny in the afternoon. Showers, maybe a thunderstorm trying to roll on in. Still in the mid or upper 80s with south winds about 5 to 10. I'd say Saturday, Pam, could be a little rain around upper 70s for highs yet on Saturday. So it seems real warm and steamy, no doubt about that. Jeepers, we'll have to grab a sweater by Saturday. It'll be such a stark contrast. Yeah, I don't think we'll notice. <laughs> ah, 90s tomorrow. That is that is not going to be good. I did think, I'm with you, I, I felt the record yesterday of 90 degrees in the Madison area. That uh, Don't need that, mate. Don't need that at all. No, no I was making sure the AC was working in the van in the afternoon. It's like, this is awful hot. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, that too. All right, buddy, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks. All right, see ya. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist. He's got your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture and rural America? Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Farm First Dairy Cooperative, serving dairy farmers across the Midwest since 2013. Farm First Dairy Cooperative, member-focused, member-driven, member-led. And from Equity Livestock Cooperative, 
marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community since 1922. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. Right about now, you're probably saying, lazy boy, they just have recliners. It's okay, everybody says that at first. Well, don't let this get around. Lazy boy has more than recliners. Hmm, I don't know if I should say this out loud. Lazy boy has more than recliners. But it's as if there's an inner voice telling me that I should share this important information with you. Yes, that's me. Lazy boy just isn't recliners. Well, against my better judgment. Are you kidding me right now? Lazy boy has more than recliners. Recliners! Finally! Dining room, bedroom, entertainment centers, tons of accessories. And when you shop at Lazy Boy, professional interior design is free. Oh, did I say that out loud? Totally. Redo one room or redo the whole home. You can get it all at Lazy Boy. Like I always say. Lazy Boy has more than just recliners. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy home furnishings and decor. Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Hi, I'm Greg Peterson of the Peterson Farm Brothers. If you've seen our videos, you know we're proud to be farmers. Farming can be dangerous. Never assume location or depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start any work on your farm, call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to have underground lines located. It only takes a minute and can save your life. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Uh, sights and sounds at the Pfizer form last night. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, I thought and convinced myself the Bucks were going to take that game. And then I had to remind myself it's the NBA and anything is happening impossible in the fourth quarter. What was it like uh, in the locker room and the sights and the sounds of, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks after they let it slip, uh, slip away from them in the fourth quarter and, and lose game four? I think we knew that they, they let it slip away from them. That, that's the big thing. Um, you know, the Celtics just came out and whooped them in that fourth quarter. Six, or was it 16 to 19 shots or 13 to 16 shots, 42 points? Um, they could do no wrong. And Al Horford is just incredible. He's, he's a special man, 35 years old. I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks and, and Celtics played in the NBA Finals in 74, and I'm pretty sure Al Horford, you know, averaged 10 and 5 in that series. He's been around so long. Um, but, man, he just turned it up another notch last night. And, you know, there's nothing that's surprising about this. There's nothing that was surprising about the Bucks jumping out the 10-point leads a couple of times. There's nothing surprising about the Celtics roaring back like that. These are easily two of the best teams in all the NBA. You know, there's no surprises left. Um, there's nothing really anyone can do to game plan or improve their game plan from game to game. Yeah, at this point, it's just a matter of execution. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that's all there is to it. Focus on yourself and go out there do what you do best and hope it's enough to beat the other guy. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. I mean, the Bucks, you know, Drew Holiday kind of morphed into this version of, uh, reminded me of kind of like a James Harden mixed with Eric Bledsoe of how he has just kept, you know, not passing the ball, taking it down, and then just hucking up some 
bizarre brick. And then I look at his stat sheet. Uh, he has shot the ball 92 times in this series, 31 and 92. And last night, uh, I mean, my God, last night, just looking at it, he was 5 of 22. Not going to win games, especially with no Chris Middleton. So looking at this uh, roster, speaking of Chris Middleton, the Bucks desperately miss Middleton in his production. Right, Andrew? I think they miss, they miss his production, no doubt, but I think they just miss his presence on the floor and the way that, that his presence dictates how other teams play. You know, you hear things like spacing and things like that. Just having Middleton out there changes the Celtics game plan and it obviously changes what the Bucks do. Yeah. But it, it, it's a completely different different way of operating out there um, when, when he's there, and they really need that. Have they said um, – I, I know there's kind of been tongue-in-cheek, but have they said anything – or not tongue-in-cheek, but just kind of, you know, close to the vest. Have they said anything about Middleton's return um, last night at all? Has there been any, any mutterings about it? They, they, they Last they said is they'll update us when there's something to update us with. No, In so other words, nothing. don't ask about Chris Middleton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so Andrew, uh, uh, how was the Pfizer? How was the crowd at the Pfizer Forum as the uh, the final minutes were ticking off in the fourth quarter? Was it uh, was it pretty quiet there at the Pfizer? Displeased seems like the the best term for it. Uh, you know, the the big thing is uh, many of the I don't know how many place how many people that building holds, but there seems to be this misconception that fouls cannot be called. I'm Giannis out of the Kumpo. Um, and I'm here to dissuade all of you of that belief. Um, he is he is allowed to be called for fouls. Yes. Um, it is not a travesty. Um, we are not talking like an egregious act of treason. Uh, it is part of the game. It is going to happen. Uh, let's see. Myth number two, foul calls do not have to be evil, even from one team to the other. There's nothing in the rule books about that. But... Uh, you know, I'm just a grumpy old man who's old enough to remember when we called the Euro step traveling. So, you know, those are just my basic <laughs> observations. Yeah, there's something about, I mean, if, if a ref calls a fall in your club, they're out to get you. And if they call a fall like on the Celtics, then it's, it's you know, justified. There's somewhere in between where they're just trying to call an even game. And the attendance last night, Andrew, was 17,505 was the announced attendance at the, uh, the Pfizer there. Uh, there's another team that was... Uh, Sometimes plays in Milwaukee, half their games. They're in Cincinnati, though, last night, and you cover them as well. That would be the Milwaukee Brewers. And they did fall to the Reds 10-5. to Sky falling a little bit. I think people quickly forgot that they put up, what was it, 34 runs, 11 home runs, and swept the Reds. A lot of people sky falling now that they lost to the Reds 10-5 to at the Great American Ballpark. Now, Andrew, you've covered baseball for quite some time. Uh, in baseball, though, a long season last time I checked, and teams will lose to other teams, especially – uh, and sometimes even the lowly likes of the Cincinnati Reds, correct? Yeah, uh, it tends to happen. There are 162 games in the Major League Baseball season. I had to double-check that this morning. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Talking beef with Tammy Vossen from the Wisconsin Beef Council in just a couple minutes. May is Beef Month, and they've got a lot of fun activities planned to get you involved. Stick around for that. It is the 11th day of May. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us. If you're just checking in as far as weather, a little easier to handle today. Cloudy skies, 82 are expected high, but watch out for tomorrow. A mix of sun and clouds, 90 is the expected high on Thursday. So, like I said, today is the 11th day of May. What can I tell you? Back on this day in 1981, the musical 
Cats is performed. It sparked a musical craze around the world, catapulted the composer Andrew Lloyd Webber to stardom. Cats premiered on this day in 1981. On this day in 1996, do you remember? Value Jet Flight 592 crashed into the Florida Everglades shortly after takeoff. 110 people died on board that. They really literally crashed right into the middle of the Everglades. It was hard to get any answers because of the terrain. Ultimately, they found out that it was caused by a fire in the cargo compartment. Happened on this day in 1996. On this day in 1955, the NBA approved transferring the financially strapped Milwaukee Hawks to St. Louis. They stayed in St. Louis until 1968, and today you know them as the Atlanta Hawks. They are sitting on the sidelines, however, right now when it comes to NBA playoffs. Don't forget, the Milwaukee Bucks are back in action tonight, unfortunately out in Boston. But now you know. It is a Wiffles Wednesday, and finally, we're getting a few more things to talk about, courtesy of our friends from Wiffles Hybrid. Don't forget, they're online, wiffles.com. And joining us today is one of their district sales managers, Andy Grebner, who is right around South Central Wisconsin. I mean, we were kind of talking about it before we got on air here, Andy. It is a relief to see that we're finally able to get started, but then, by gosh, by golly, the rain showers show up yet again, huh? That's right. It's been a very slow start to the planting season this year. There's been very little done up until about Mother's Day across South Central Wisconsin. You know, it goes from one extreme to the next. It goes from cold and wet to just downright hot (laughs) and storms, but uh, we definitely need the heat. Yeah, I agree with you there. And like we said, it's just uh, therapeutic for us to get started with something. Now, you know, we get in a bit of a rush when we feel this kind of constraint, be it the weather or the calendar, Andy. Uh, you kind of want to remind folks to press pause for a moment, especially when you're moving from one field to the next or uh, you hit a rock or something like that. Planting depth and making sure you're consistent this year could make a big difference, couldn't it? It certainly could. You just want to make sure, to, I know we're, we're crunched for time, you just want to take that time to get out, dig some plants, dig in that furrow, just make sure your planting depth for corn is somewhere around that two-inch mark. also want to make sure, since it is a little bit, wet in some of these fields that we're, we're getting into, that we're getting good closure and seed-to-soil contact. We want to make sure we are get those plants off to a good stress-free start with uniform emergence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any issues, uh, at least in your mind right now, Andy, as far as the calendar and any changes of practice that we want to put in play now? I mean, these, these inputs this year are so cost prohibitive, you don't want to make a mistake. What are you uh, advising folks when it comes to uh, kind of a rolling decision-making process with the weather and the calendar both at play? Right, and I've been asked by a few growers since, you know, the calendar is we're getting closer to the middle of May, that if they should keep their planned fungicide application on their plans, and my answer is absolutely plan on it and spray. The Wiffles agronomy team has 12 years of fungicide data with over 1,200 comparisons of tassel time application of fungicides. And our data has shown a positive yield response of 79% of the time with over a 10 bushel advantage. And what about product availability? Are you hearing any concerns there? I am. I'm just talking with different retailers and suppliers that you know product availability is going to be a concern. I think that's, you know, with a lot of inputs this year, but... Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, if you're 
if you haven't ordered it and you're planning on it, make sure you talk to somebody and get that on order. Absolutely. Very, very well said. Andy Grebner's along with us. He is one of the folks bringing you a Wiffles Wednesday. And like he said, aside from making sure that you take great care when you're around uh, that uh, farm equipment, farmers take great care when it comes to those inputs that you're working with. Andy Grebner along with us, District Sales Manager for Wiffles Hybrid. Remember, you can find more and connect with a Wiffles Hybrid specialist near you. Just go to wiffles.com. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. Well, if you're looking for some liquid libations after spending a day in the sun or in a dusty field, Bush Light and John Deere have announced a new partnership to support farmers. It's called the For the Farmers Partnership. They're putting out special edition Bush Light cans that will feature John Deere equipment on them. A portion of the proceeds will benefit Farm Rescue, which is a nonprofit that provides critical material aid to family farms. Dan Erdman is with Farm Rescue. We're humbled, uh, we're honored, and and we're excited by the decision to choose Farm Rescue as the beneficiary of this kind of first-time-ever co-promotion here. It's not something that John Deere has done in the past, but two fantastic companies that have teamed up for this For the Farmers can promotion. Again, it's a special edition Bush Light can decked out in that uh, John Deere green and and yellow and got the tractor on the front and uh, agriculture in the background. Dan Erdman with Farm Rescue. For each case of bush light sold during the limited run, they'll donate a dollar to Farm Rescue, up to $100,000, with John Deere matching bush light's donation. The collector cans are going to be available May 16th through July 3rd. Markets in overnight electronic trade right now are holding firm. Currently, we've got December corn. That's trading up four cents at 723. November soybeans currently seven cents higher, 1461. July wheat's up 15 at 1108. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped a penny and three quarters to 234. 40 pound block cheese down two and three quarters cents to 226 and a quarter. And double A butter dropped a half to 261 a pound. June milk right now down three. 2342 a hundredweight. Hey, this is Beef Month in Wisconsin. Talking about that next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Wiseway Flooring's budget-friendly pricing beats the big box store every day. Wiseway stocks flooring by the pallet and the roll to get you better pricing. Our cash and carry discount saves you even more for a beautiful do-it-yourself floor. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our product pricing might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities 
that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. When you're planning your remodeling project, you'll want to know where every penny is spent. Not just one big fat bid out of nowhere. AF Construction explains your plan one item at a time. Their line item estimates spell out everything, showing you exactly what you're getting. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is time again for Checkoff Chat. Feature brought to you courtesy of your beef checkoff dollars. And as I always say, dairy farmers, don't forget that involves you as well. You can find more details at beeftips.com or on uh, the social media stream. Just look for Wisconsin Beef Council. And also by our friends at Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association. Equitycoop.com for all your livestock marketing needs. A happy partner along with us here on Checkoff Chat. In studio with us is the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. Tammy Vossen. Happy May is Beef Month. You know, I'll be honest, I'm still trying to get in the groove with May being Beef Month instead of a month farther into summer. But boy, I'll tell you what, the way the weather's been treating us, especially this week, Tammy, full on with May beef celebrations, huh? Absolutely. It is certainly time to gear up the grills and get some beef burgers or steaks or whatever your choice of uh, choice beef cut is to be getting onto the grill. It certainly is refreshing to have this warmer weather to help us celebrate May Beef Month and the cattle farmers that we have across our state that are producing high quality, uh, sustainable be beef for our consumers. Let's talk a little bit. It's not, you know, really the weather only encourages us more, but the Wisconsin Beef Council partners with a lot of different groups doing a lot of different things through the month of May to target a lot of different audiences with the nutritious uh, protein message about beef, the economy. Boy, I'll tell you, talk about people shopping with their pocketbook. That side of the beef story. What do you got planned this May, Tammy? Right. So we um, are continuing into May of 22, our um, Burgers and Buns Fun Run. So we kicked off a virtual run last year, which we had such great response for. So we decided to continue that here in 22. But we're also adding an in-person component to that this year. So if you're still interested, that in-person event is going to be held this Saturday, May 14th. Uh, it's going to be at the um, Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center over in Manitowoc. So you can sign up on our website at beeftips.com. With that registration, you'll receive a great beef swag 
kit when you show up for that in-person race, but we're also going to be grilling some beef burgers for all of our participants that day. And there will be some fun and educational stations that everybody can learn a little bit more about the Wisconsin beef industry by being a part of that. Yeah, I know that uh, they were, I saw the social media post trying to make sure that if there's a beef producer, then it can assist with live animals nearby. They're looking for that assistance as well. But that's beautiful country right there in Manitowoc, uh, right off of, uh, I I want to say I-39, but it's actually I-43 and uh, should be hopefully a beautiful warm day. Now, that's not the only way that people can participate in May's Beef Month celebrations. I mean, literally every week you guys have something going on, it seems. Yeah, we really do. And I do want to mention, uh, going back to the race there for a moment, all of the proceeds from that race are going to be going back to Feeding Wisconsin. So as you mentioned, everybody is looking more closely at their checkbooks today. Um, We know that there are more and more folks out there that are having challenges with figuring out where that next meal is going to come for their family. So all proceeds, whether it's our virtual or in-person race, um, will be going to Feeding Wisconsin. But to talk about some of the other activities that we have coming up here through the rest of the month of May, uh, May 20th through the 27th, we are so excited to be bringing back Madison Burger Week. So in a partnership with the Cap Times here in, in Madison, we are having several Madison-based restaurants who are either creating a new burger recipe to feature on their menus next week, or maybe it's one that they've already had that they just really want to highlight over the course of the week. And what restaurants do in order to participate in this event is they make a donation to the River Food Pantry. And with that, we have the opportunity as consumers to travel to as many of those restaurants uh, within the Madison area to sample their burgers and then vote for our favorite. So it really is a great chance to get out to support those local restaurants who have um, had many challenges through the pandemic but are really looking to rebound and get customers back into their doors. So again, that's May 20th through the 27th. Um, I just Googled this morning Madison Burger Week 2022 if you want to try to find more information about those participating restaurants. Yeah, and I'm sure that we'll be uh, posting it at beeftips.com. And I know normally Midwest Farm Report likes to tag up with the Wisconsin Beef Council because we try to sample in advance so that we can give you some, uh, uh, I don't want to say highs or lows, but some ideas of what you're in for when it comes to the sampling of burgers. We'll see if the schedule allows. But again, folks, remember, like we said, if you're making a trip into town that week of May 20th, excellent opportunity to try something a little different at maybe a different location than what you're accustomed to or you're normally at and it's all around the Madison area no matter what side of town north south east west there are folks participating like Tammy said beeftips.com I'm sure they'll have information up there and or just google it beef burger week Madison 2022 now like I said some things are not just about the physical experience although we are welcoming those back you also keep a quite a uh, cadre of information online for people that want to learn the message of Wisconsin beef. Meet those producers. Maybe a recipe, like we said, with sensitivity to people's budget. It's all there at beeftips.com. It really is. And that's, you know, the great thing about the versatility of beef is that if you find a cut that 
maybe is a little out of your um, budget these days. We actually have got a couple of different graphics on our website that are um, roast swaps and steak swaps. So looking at maybe more of the higher end, um, if you're you know trying to, again, pay attention to your budget, we've got some suggestions on there that you can sw- swap out some different steaks to put onto the grill um, that are going to be bringing that price point down um, a little more. So whether you're bringing over the big a big family to do a Memorial Day celebration and, or if you're just looking for a easy weeknight meal, we've got all of those. And actually here during the month of May, all of Angie's uh, TV segments that she is doing will be for, focusing on going back to burgers. Uh, we have National Beef Burger Day on May 28th, and she has got a variety of burger recipes that she'll be doing doing on TV. You can find them on our website at beeftips.com as well. Um, Everything from Southern Charm types of um, burgers featuring like a peach chutney to to an Oktoberfest burger recipe. So lots of diversity there if you're looking to shake things up during the week. Excellent. And there's also stories about our Wisconsin beef producers that are available at beeftips.com and newsletters that you can sign up for if uh, you want to continue to receive that nutrition information and good guidance on recipes. I mean, you guys really are working. May is the month we like to shine, but you guys are working on this information dissemination all the time. Absolutely. And I do encourage folks to also check out our Facebook page, again, just uh, Wisconsin Beef Council. And what we are doing here, Caitlin, on our team during the month of May is featuring uh, Takeover Tuesday. So you'll really get some of those stories about who it is that is raising um, beef and dairy cattle within our state and, and their stories to share, whether it be about how they care for their animals on a daily basis or the sustainability message that they have to share. Um, We've been talking a lot about sustainability lately and a fact that has just kind of come to the top of my head here, Bryn, brought to my attention is that today our cattle farmers are producing the same amount of beef um, in in the 2020s as we are back in the mid-1970s, but with 40 million fewer head of cattle. So that really is a true sustainability story that we can do more with less while still continuing to improve our practices related to um, animal care or care for the land. Those are the folks that are providing for that next generation to come back to their farms, and they want to be sustainable in their practices. That's just another one of the stories that you can follow up on with the Wisconsin Beef Council, beeftips.com, Wisconsin Beef Council across social media. May is Beef Month, and whether you want to join us for the Burger Bun Run this weekend up in the Manitowoc area and online, or whether you want to enjoy one of those great burger creations from our Madison area chefs starting May 20th, the Wisconsin Beef Council will keep you connected with all of those. Don't forget, beeftips.com, get signed up for all their newsletters, stay connected, and Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. Tammy Vossen in studio with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. This checkoff chat brought to you not only by our Beef Checkoff Dollar but also our cooperating friends from the Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association, Kurt and the crew. Remember, find out more about your livestock marketing auction.